the John, we're back. Um, and I imagine you're the kind of person that would like a free television. Rob, who doesn't like free? Really, who doesn't like free? I mean, free free is just the way to go um, in life for almost anything. Or am I wrong about Absolutely, that? Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, if you're free, you get a free product. That's the phrase, right? Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> it, you know, like free um, as in free software or free as in mm. beer. What do they say? That? Free as in speech. Uh, That's it. Yeah, all of that. All of that. All of that. Well, free is good no matter what you're talking about as far as I'm concerned. You've got a product for me that's free, which has got me very excited. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm looking at freetelly.com right Ooh. now. Um, and this isn't just a TV. This isn't a TV with one screen. This is a TV with two screens. Oh, it's got a special screen. Right. And I can't even, I can't take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this is, <laughs> so this is a TV yeah. with a, a secondary, a TV touch bar, if you will, below <laughs> it. A very, a very skinny little. Yeah, so uh, although you're not supposed to little, touch it, you just get fingerprints on it, I think is all you'd accomplish by touching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little sort of, uh, just a, a very, th- maybe like a third of the, width the uh, height of the tv underneath right again with um, kind of a for... sound bar in between the tv and this bar basically right right and the sound bar i think has a camera in it as well mm-hmm. um these all sounding good for free products so far yeah i mean you get extra you get a second screen <laughs> until until you realize that that second screen is basically dedicated to advertisements now in the when you go to their website the first thing you'll see is that uh, about three quarters of it, uh, you get a you get the you get the weather, you get the NBA scores, you get your stock ticker because who doesn't need that everywhere? I mean, Apple knows that, <laughs> Apple knows that much. You, you you get some headlines down the bottom about King Charles and Prince Harry, and and then you get and then you get an ad which is simple, nothing but the Kia logo, which which is an odd choice because the new the new Kia logo is not particularly recognizable. When I look at mm. it, all I ever see is nine inch nails backwards. Yeah, <laughs> that's to me what yeah, that is. Totally agree. <laughs> uh, but but in any event, this is a free TV. Yeah. So the the business model here, it it's essentially you get a free TV if you give them your data and watch their ads. Um, if you, I, I dug into the terms a little bit just so I was more curious. I certainly wasn't going to put one of these in my ha- in my house. Um, and you can't. You have to be connected to the internet basically permanently like i think if you're offline for more than 24 hours they fine you or they charge (laughs) you for the tv or something and if you cover up the bottom bit of the tv so like the secondary little touch bar Uh type strip the tv strip down the bottom like because it's got a camera they can i think they can know that you've covered it up so like you're not allowed to cover any part of this so you can't sort of get a free tv and then avoid all the ads um it's got microphones in it too apparently i oh good yeah i i'm not i did not like research this uh a lot but i did listen to an episode of the verge cast which if you if you're into tech and you like a good generalist show that covers more than just apple news i think the verge cast is one of the better ones out there i really think it's it's uh it's very good it's one of the ones that i listen to to kind of keep myself from getting too caught up in the echo chamber that is your typical Apple only um, reporting. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's a good way to get a more balanced view sometimes and also learn about some other companies, which I find interesting too. But in any event, this free telly has cameras. It has a microphone. As you said, that's there mainly 
to apparently uh, keep you in check and make sure that you're actually viewing the ads or in, you know, how many people are in the room, how often, that kind of stuff. And one of the things that's particularly funny about this is that it doesn't have, despite being what looks like a fairly, it's, it looks like it's some sort of smart TV and it does mm-hmm. have internet connectivity, but it doesn't have any streaming services built into it. You know, no Netflix, no Hulu, no Apple TV, none of that. What it does is it sh- it ships with a Chromecast dongle in the box. Now, it doesn't specify who's the who the maker of this is. It's some sort of Android TV uh, streaming stick for you know casting and and streaming through that. And and I guess the the Verge people assumed that this was done this way to avoid the royalties that would come with having to have the hardware built into the set itself. So instead they, they throw a little, a little stick in the box there that you can hook into one of the HDMI inputs, which is really pretty bad. There you go. You got a free dongle, free dongle with your free telly. Exactly. It's, uh, this, I am still, even though we're talking about it, the verge has spoken about it, you know, it was a bunch of places reported on it. Yeah. I'm still not convinced this isn't a joke. It um, yeah it's um so I guess it's running some fork of Android I know that mm-hmm. uh, if you don't l- watch the ads if you disconnect the if you somehow disconnect or cover the the bottom part they charge you at least in the United States they charge you five hundred dollars for the TV um, and one of the other points the Verge had is if if all they're doing is charging you five hundred dollars for this TV you got for a fifty five inch supposedly four K HDR display. You got to imagine that this is a pretty low quality panel. Uh, it's got to be. Uh, um, I mean, you know, as, as somebody who's just bought a TV a little bit bigger than this, but essentially this kind of spec. Yeah, that's kind of the sweet spot um, size, fifty-five. But it's mm-hmm. not. It's you know, it's that's a good size. That's a good size panel. I mean, they really start getting really expensive over seventy, but the but still, they're they're more than five hundred dollars, especially if they're four K usually. Yeah, this is just a very strange... This seems like a really good way for a, a VC to throw away money very quickly. Yeah, it um, does. You know, you're, you're shipping huge bits of hardware around the country. You, you've somehow got to, you know, charge people's cards or go and collect these TVs if people don't want them anymore. Like, I... I this is a very strange. Yeah, how does that work? Strange you, idea. Yeah, how does that work if you just don't want the TV anymore? I mean, if it has to be connected, do, is does it? Mm-hmm. Do you get a bill the minute you unplug your TV and put it to the curb? You know, like if it breaks and you can't use it anymore. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, it, like I said, this feels like this won't last six months. No, you know, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm, I don't think I don't think anyone's actually got their hands on these yet. Um, you know they, they, they've put this page up and we've all gone oh it says free telly like it was stupid product but i guess we'll see if anybody actually ever gets one of these shipped or if somebody says some marketing company goes haha it was a joke it was you know this is an art installation about privacy or something yeah they can they uh compared it to the qcat on the verge cast which i thought was pretty funny mm-hmm. the qcat was a a cat shaped barcode scanner that you could scan qr codes um, with in the early 2000s it was then the whole notion was that you would take these scanners while you're sitting at your computer they connected by USB-C uh, now USB-A and you would scan QR codes in print magazines to learn more about products sure and that lasted about six months you should look it up sometime it's C-U-E cat I think so 
Okay. Uh, yeah. There's a good, there's a very, very good, it's one word. There's a very good Wikipedia page about the Q-Cat and they, they look very funny. And a lot of people, I think, <laughs> oh yeah, they weren't even USB-A. They're showing it now. They had a PS2 connector, the type that, oh, wow. the type you used to use for, uh, for keyboards, I believe. Right. And, mm, yes. and, and they were, uh, yeah, they were, they were, a lot of people hacked them. The company started suing people for hacking them. And it was a whole, it was a very, a whole thing. Really. It was, I remember them being in wired magazine. Yes. It says that here on the, uh, on the, on the Wikipedia page. So there, that's my little bit of old knowledge. I'm dropping some, some old timey computer knowledge <laughs> on you, Rob. Thank you. Like, this is what I come here for. Yeah, you do. This I bet you the... weren't even born yet when the cute cat was out. Right. Now you're just being silly. No. And I appreciate you thinking I'm that young. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else, what else you want to talk about today? Because I, I know that you, I guess you want to talk about the uh, the Beats headphones, right? Yeah. So this is uh, what what do we call this? We call this follow out, I believe. So some of the uh, some of the podcasters are calling this. So you were on you were on connected. I was. It feels like a uh, lifetime ago, but it was only like a week ago. Yeah. So you you slipped into into Mike's slot on, on connected, yep. and uh, you guys were talking about the new Beats Studio Buds Plus, which is the ones with the really cool transparent plastic. Yeah. Um. And I, I mean, like you say, it feels like ages ago. It was only a week ago. Uh, but I feel like you mentioned, like, oh, does anybody use these or whatever? Um, I don't have the plus model because I'm not even sure what the plus means. Um, but I do have the normal Beat Studio Buds, mm-hmm. which is, I think maybe we might have discussed this, but I bought those because they were like a third of the price of new AirPods Pros. Yeah, like six months um, ago you got them, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so there was just a note to say like that you know they're pretty good like they're a pretty good option if you want something that's a bit cheaper than the airpods pro like they don't do wireless charging but yeah that, that really hasn't been a massive problem for me no that that's um that's good i forgot i had forgotten that i don't think i mm-hmm. was the one who said who who uses these because i do know that a lot of people use these i know that they're very popular with both people looking for less expensive headphones on the iphone as well mm-hmm. as as well as android and oh, yeah. the new ones, from what I have read, have slightly better noise cancellation, better battery life, I think. A couple of other tweaks. It's just like, you know, most of the things that they were good at before slightly tweaked so they're a little better than they were before that. And they cost a little bit more, too. Not a lot more, but they do cost more. And the clear ones, I thought, were pretty cool looking. I considered these for a hot second because I consider a lot of things like this. But I didn't buy them because what I, I have the, the, oh, I always forget the name of them. The ones with the over-ear hooks that are for exercising. Yeah, the, the Beats, uh, yeah, the Beats Fit Pro. Yeah, I think that's what is that it is, yeah. yeah. And the reason I did I got those was because at one point I was using first-generation AirPods when I would go for runs and I destroyed them with sweat. They, mm-hmm. they just didn't have the water resistance, resistance they needed for like, going out for a run in the summertime. And I live in a hot environment now, especially, and I did that, and I guess. And so I got the Beats uh, Fit ones. And if these had the kind of water resistance that those had, I would definitely consider it. Now, I know they do have a non-over-the-ear fitness Beats um, headphone that are wireless, and I would consider those, but not until they're clear. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I want everything in clear plastic now. Yeah, exactly. And that, I mean, that's the that was the main reason I was attracted to these in the first place. And plus, I mean, right now, the ones I have, I mean, you know, maybe if I become like an ultra marathoner again and, and can and actually exercise more, I'll use them more. But they only get used like a couple of times a week, usually. So they're they're lasting basically forever. And until they break, you know, until they break, I don't really need any new ones. So I'm going to stick with with the ones I have and, you know, see how it goes. But you got you got some other new headphones recently. I, I did. The, the, these fit into the. It's a very similar category of why I bought the the Beats Fits Beat Studio buds, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. Um, in that I needed some, or I wanted some noise cancelling over ear headphones mm-hmm. for the office mostly, and then you know when I'm traveling about and stuff. Um, but I didn't want to spend a huge amount of money, um, and I'd heard good things about Anchor's Soundcore range. They've got some like little wireless like. AirPod Pro type things, mm-hmm. um, and they've got a whole bunch of different headphones. Um, and I had a look around; they've got the Q20s, which I think were their first over-ear ones, um, and they they seemed like pretty good. I sort of watched a few reviews, and then I saw they were micro USB, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not buying those. It's ridiculous. It's, it's 2023. I'm not yeah. buying anything with micro USB anymore. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous." So I jumped up to the Q30, um, which is that's just like obviously their newer model over the Q20, right. and when I was browsing, Amazon had a, a one in their warehouse, which was like a certified refurbished and 25% off that refurbished price. Um, so I paid like 50% of the retail price oh, wow. for these. Um, they turned up, and as far as I can tell, somebody had literally just returned them to Amazon. They'd never even been opened. Mm-hmm. like They were still factory sealed. Um, so I got a hell of a bargain on them, which was nice. Um but yeah, I mean, the noise cancelling is not as good as like some of the higher end ones, right? Um, you know, some of my colleagues have got some of the Sony ones and Bose and stuff like that, which you know they're in the sort of three hundred pound range, right? Um, but these kind of do the job, you know. Once you've got, if the noise cancelling is good enough, like once the music's playing as well, you're not going to hear anything anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm really impressed with them. Like they're they're pretty comfy. I've been wearing them, you know five six hours a day at work oh that's cool uh, when i'm in the office and yeah i paid i think i paid 42 pound for these or something which oh, that's is good. really not a lot of money yeah um, no, you know, no. and, and the battery life's been really good like, i mean, I haven't charged them since i bought them and i've had them like two weeks um i didn't even charge them when they came out of the box i was just like yeah whatever i'll just use whatever's on there um and still going now like i say they're pretty comfortable the sound is pretty good once I messed around with the equalizer because um, they've got a little iOS app mm-hmm. uh, that you can download to edit how it sounds. And I messed around with that a bit, found something I like for the kind of music I listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are a pretty good option if you're sort of looking for something that's a bit cheaper than, you know, the high end ones that everybody knows about. Right, right. You know, I, I think that the reason that micro USB still persists, and especially, is, is really for those kind of products like the Q20, which are the cheaper headphones, because I, I got to imagine yeah. that the licensing for that port is a lot cheaper at this point because it's been around for so long. Um, yeah. You know, I think that that's what it is. And I think it's like a lot of times you still see it in like some camera equipment and other audio gear and things. And I, I it's to me, it's just like a at this point, mostly a cost cutting thing for a lot of these companies, I think. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we've you know we've been buying a few bits for the baby and stuff that have rechargeable batteries. Yeah, all of that stuff is micro mm. USB. Like none of that is USB C. Interesting. Um, which you know is fine. We just got a couple of micro USBs in the kitchen. Yeah, just for charging this stuff, which is really it's not a problem. Right. Um, you know, but for something for me personally, I was like, no, I'm gonna. I'm going to upgrade a bit and go for the USB-C version. Yeah, it's a little Um, more of a problem if you're like carrying it to work or traveling or whatever, because it just means another cable, which is just kind of a hassle. But but you're right. I mean, I know people get very upset about cables and connectors. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to um, upset the dongle industrial complex. Yeah, no, definitely not. So definitely not. (laughs) You know what? I should tell you about something, Rob. I should tell you about a a new iPad Pro I've been using. I got a fancy iPad Pro from Apple because I've been testing out Logic Pro for iPad and also Final Cut Pro for iPad. And uh, spoiler, they're both good. Uh, Logic is a lot better than Final Cut Pro in terms of its polish. I think Final Cut Pro, they must have run out of time. It's not quite as compatible with the Mac version mm-hmm. as Logic is. Logic is, um, I, I, I quite like Logic. I think it's, um, I, I think the design is superior to the Mac, but uh, it's not quite as capable as the Mac either. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about the latest iPad Pro, which is not even an iPad that I got myself because I was like, well, the iPad doesn't really do much more than it used to. So why would I buy a new iPad? (laughs) And I didn't. So they wanted, of course, for me to have the best experience with the, um, these pro apps, because they do, they do really do, they do push this thing. I mean, especially Final Cut, the battery takes a hit while you're editing video, but I really like things like Hover. I mean, I know this is not new anymore. It came out last fall, but you know, the, the main hardware difference now is that the screen, you know, you can, you can hover over things and it actually previews things. Now, Logic doesn't take advantage of this, but Final Cut Pro does. And what's really neat is like, say you pause your video in a particular place, you can take the pencil and you can hover over the timeline and you can preview the track, your, your video track with sound by hovering over it and scrub through the video until you find something you want and then tap it to move the playhead there. Whereas, and, and if you don't tap it, you know, the playhead doesn't move. It's, it's scrubbing through this stuff without actually changing the playhead, which, you know, presumably you stopped it in a place you wanted it to be. So that's actually a good thing to have it not follow the, uh, the hover. And so that's kind of, that's kind of cool. I haven't used it in a lot of other places. I mean, it does things like kind of makes the uh, icons wiggle right before you tap on them on the, on the screen. Um, <laughs> But beyond that, I don't know. It's it's a it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool iPad. It's it's very much like the one I have. But this one, you know, Apple loves the white keyboard case. They sent it they sent it to me, and I'm waiting for it to look dirty. So far, mine's okay though. I mean, I it's not like I've used I use the iPad all day long, so I haven't really. Uh, but I've I haven't really you know I don't know I haven't taken it anywhere dirty. I guess I. Uh, I, I've I've, t- I've tossed it in my backpack. You know, I was away for the weekend, and I I tossed it in my backpack, and it survived that. And I've been carrying it around the house and and stuff like that. But it, it's still looking good. My understanding is it will look dirty eventually. I mean, even the gray one starts looking dirty after you carry it around a lot. But um, yeah, I've got the the white keyboard case, which it really does until it gets dirty. It does look pretty nice. I got to admit, it is kind of a sleek looking one. I mean. You know, Apple doesn't really, Apple doesn't do colors with the iPad Pro. 
of any note. So even just having white feels like like a major departure. Oh yeah, I mean professionals don't need colors. No, Charlie. they don't. We, we know this. We, we know this very very well. But, you know, I don't think I, mean, I ever told you. I went and saw the yellow iPhone. Oh yeah, <laughs> the yellow iPhone. I don't like the yellow. It looks like it looks like Easter basket yellow or something. It's got a very pastel-y springtime yeah. look to it, which I mean, it came out in the spring around Easter, so it makes sense, I suppose. But I, I'm not a big fan of the color. I did see it in person because I did eight round trips as my Mac Studio was getting fixed from being hit by lightning. So that's an old story that I've talked about a lot on app stories. But it seems to be all fixed now, except for the fact that somehow in the process, I've gotten to the point where I can't add credit cards to the wallet on the Mac. So I can't use Apple Pay on the Mac, which is irritating. That's just, yeah, that's not useful. It's irritating. And and you know what they did when I told them about this on, on the support line? They said, oh, that's a known issue with this uh, model of Mac. Just try, just try again later. And I'm like, really, there's a hardware thing that, that keeps me from putting a credit card in? Because it goes through the whole like sign-up process, you know? Yeah, 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 And you can see like the messages changing, like contacting your bank, you know, verifying your identity, whatever the messages are. It gets to the last one. It gets to the last one and it fails and says, try again later. And it's like, well, I've tried several times and it doesn't work. And, you know, so now what I do is I just airdrop the link to my phone and I, I buy it on my phone. <laughs> it yeah, it's not it's not as big a deal as you might think, only because like the drop in your credit card information in a Safari form works totally fine. It's just what it it's just when it's an Apple Pay button on a website, which is actually a very convenient way to buy things because it's so streamlined. It it just it doesn't work for me at all. And it, it, what's you know, and, and here's the problem with that too. When you call support, their first their first um, instinct is oh. His credit card was denied. Uh, you know, he's he must be bad credit, and that's what the problem is. And it's like, no, it works on my phone. It works on my iPad. It works. It works everywhere else. And I've set it up even on this new iPad they sent me since the problems. Um, and so it works everywhere for me except on the computer I sit in front of all day. So there's that. That's my that's my yeah. uh, my daily my uh, paper cut of the week. There we go. Yes. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. That's a good that's and, a good place uh, to do it. So if you if you're if you're out there, know that the white iPad keyboard case looks sleek. Probably will look nasty after a couple of weeks, though. So you know, beware, oh, yeah. beware, buyer. Uh, there you go. That's a consumer advice. That's my consumer. That's what you come for. <laughs> <laughs> Insightful consumer uh, advice. Yes, absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, I will speak to you in a couple of weeks, Andrew. All right. Bye-bye.